We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on in Perth, Western Australia. The Wadjuk people of the Noongar Nation. We wish to acknowledge their continuing culture. And pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. In a world where the lives of everyday people are preordained by the script that must be followed, a ragtag team of scamps dare to speak their highly unqualified opinions publicly. They dare to go off script. Unscripted the film show. You're listening to Unscripted the film show. You can't handle the truth. Man, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Here's Johnny. <laughs> You're going to need a bigger boat. I'll have what she's having. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? It's Christmas, it's Christmas, it's Christmas. <laughs> what was that? Was that your own little uh, your Christmas carol that you're doing there? No, it's no? from the meaning of life. It's just that I can't remember any of the lyrics apart from that it, bit. It's Christmas, it's Christmas, it's Christmas. If you've seen the meaning of life, you know exactly what song I'm talking I, about. I've seen the meaning of life. There's lots of angels <laughs> with mostly oh, only just wings on. It's Christmas in heaven right. every day. Yes. That's yes. the one. Yeah, so you missed uh-huh. a few words. In. I know. I just, I, it was, I turned the mics on. I didn't know <laughs> what I was going to do when the mics were turned on, and that's what I did. Fair so, enough. So um, it's okay. That's, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't have the teeth to pull that song off anyway. So, But I'm very impressed. It's been a long time since I've seen The Meaning of Life, and I still managed to pull the lyrics I out of my know. head. I know. Well done. Do you, do you get my comment about the teeth, though? The teeth, the teeth. The guy who was singing had, like, teeth like Guy Smiley from Sesame Street. Oh, so, like just really, like big and white. Yeah, okay. No, I, I, mm. I should go back and watch that now. Now that we know that it's got that song in there, it, we can like classify that as a Christmas movie. Woo-hoo. And uh, that means I get to watch it this month. Yeah, put it on the Sweet. list. Sweet. Today is a day where you can start doing Christmasy, Christmassy things, people, and it's not illegal. You won't go to jail. <laughs> so I'm I'm wearing uh, my one of my Christmas shirts. Um, this is my more subtle ensemble. Uh, subtle ensemble. That uh, it's it's got uh, uh, different Avengers characters and uh, uh, intermittently a bit of uh, holly and uh, and some Christmas hats. So I do find it every now and again I have uh, people kissing underneath me, but that's fine. I can I can deal with that for, for a month. Right. Where's the mistletoe? Isn't, isn't that mistletoe? Is that holly? That, that's holly, that's, my I'm dear. I'm sorry, okay. If people are kissing under you when you wear that shirt, it does nothing to do with the shirt and possibly... Maybe that's just their kink. They just that's like... That's their... Hey, yeah. don't yuck somebody else's yum, but then if it's not consensual, maybe... Maybe you need no, to. No, no, it's, it's usually consensual. They usually, oh. sign, they usually sign stuff before they, 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 they oh, do right, it. Oh, right, right. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Sign a waiver. Exactly, exactly. Good work. Um, now, we, we have, I just realised how much power we have. As I know, a, we haven't even introduced a show. I know. <laughs> yep. You introduced a show, then, then I'll uh, do that. All right, you're listening to Unscripted, the film show with Lewis and uh, Rachel Cecilia is um, stuck at work, as she always is. Yes. She's, she works hard for the money. Eh, 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 eh. Sorry, I have to do the... The version from <laughs> the birdcage. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, if you're not getting those references, you've turned into a you've tuned into a um, a show about movies. So. Very true. Very true. Now, um, I, I'll say before that I didn't realise the power that we have uh, having a radio show where people are listening. Obviously, people can can turn us off. That, don't do that. Well, would you don't say that? Why would you say that? <laughs> well, don't, don't turn us off. But I'm saying no. I'm saying that they, they, they can. There's an option there for them to do that, right? But have you heard of a thing called Whamageddon? Mm, gosh, I don't know if I want to. Is that where they just play that terrible song over and over? No, no, no. It's, it's actually, uh, I saw Dave Callan reposted this. Uh, he's a uh, Irish comedian. You might know him. I don't know. Um, he reposted this on the, uh, the the books of face. Right. Uh, and it's, you know, Whamageddon. So these are the rules of Whamageddon, okay? Uh, so the first rule is the objective is to go as long as possible without hearing Wham's Christmas classic, Last Christmas. Right. Right. Uh, the second rule, the game starts December the 1st, that's today, mm-hmm. uh, and ends midnight on December 24th, so that's Christmas Eve, okay? So you've got to go as long as you can without hearing Last Christmas. The third rule, only the original version applies. So if it's remixes and covers, go to town. You can listen to that all day. Why would you, though? I don't know. Um, 
the fourth rule, as soon as you recognise it's Last Christmas by Wham, you're out. Uh. That's it. That's it. Wabbageddon for you. And you ha- it's, it's all the, um, it's the honour code, really. It is. It is. It's like, you know, you can't just, like, pretend you didn't hear it. I mean, if you work in retail, like, you oh, may yeah, as well just you're cross done. your name yeah. out already. You're gone. Um, bonus rule, uh, put on social media when, uh, with the hashtag Wabbageddon when you get hit. Right. Um, now, uh, they're saying, like, uh, you know, you know, you could send, you know, last Christmas to your friends and, and knock them out like that. That's mean. But that that's mean and, uh, you know, this is a survival game and not a battle royale. So, you know, play play by, play by fairly. That's what I'm saying is the power we have. Right. We could at any point play last Christmas and knock a whole heap of people out. We're not going to do that. No. We will not do that. That would be mean and I hate that song. Yeah. <laughs> so, but... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like as you're talking about this, um, I am going through the Christmas tracks on our computer. Wham! Last Christmas obviously is there. Um, but look, uh, there's a song on here by the Goodies. It's a Christmas song obviously because it's in the Christmas tracks and I am hesitant to give you the name of that track but everyone playing at home can go there and um, just onto the Googles Type in the goodies, um, Father Christmas song. Go find out what that song is called uh, and then confirm whether or not we should be removing that from the computer because it's kind of inappropriate. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I, I refuse to say it on air. That's uh, You can walk around and come to okay. the computer and just so that we're all playing um, with the same deck. Right. No, I, I think you can say that. Really? Yeah, I think you can say that. But yeah. Um, okay. I'm not not exactly sure what the uh, the context of the song is, but I think it's a fairly like good uh, thing. Really. Uh, it's a, it, it, what is the name of the song? It is called Father Christmas. Do not touch me. See, that's the, you don't want to be touched by Father Christmas. I obviously maybe consensually that should be fine. But uh, hey, if you've got a kink where you like yeah. your partner to dress up as Father Christmas, like. Go at it. And, I mean, you know, if that is your kink, there's a movie that's out today called Violent Night and, you know, David Harbour is looking very kinky. It's, <laughs> it's not really, but, like, you know, it was, oh, I don't know, I was trying to go somewhere with that. But, so uh, there's, yeah. there is a, a Christmas movie for you. That's, yes. that's one Christmas movie down. You did watch it the day before December, but still I'll let it go. Thank you. I, I mean, I had to. I did it for the team. Yeah. Uh, nobody else um, were was available. No. And I saw that it was David Harbour and yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to... You still have I, not gotten I, into... Stranger Things? No. We watched the first season and then started watching the second season and kind of petered off. Um, it just, right. uh, you know, I don't know. A TV don't show know. just needs something to, to, to hold my attention. Well, I <laughs> mean, I, I was... I was thoroughly entertained, obviously, because I've talked about it a lot. But um, did we have anything, any other news-related things before um, jumping into, I don't know. So, um, okay, so let's see if I'm going to get in trouble for this. So Chris put up the Christmas lights on the house during November because obviously we have to turn them on by the 1st of December. Yes, so that's allowed. That, I I will uh, let that slide because it You'll was. You'll allow it. I'll allow it because you, you you know he's done the right thing to mm-hmm. get you know, maximum Christmas time in. Yeah. Um. You know because he's not one of these people who who like they they just start um you know at the beginning of December and slowly add lights to the, the no. thing. He's like a, I want everything there. Yep. And then day one. Flick the switch, and then just Christmas time is here. So I shouldn't tell you that we turned them on about a week early. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I won't do that. Um, but we did put our Christmas tree up on the weekend as well, before the first, and did all the inside house mm. decorations because you can only really do that job on a weekend. Yeah. Let's be fair. Well, to, to be fair, I have been uh, slowly bringing out the uh, the Christmas decorations, uh, and uh, we've got a, a, a Christmas Mickey. Uh, he stands about like a foot and a half tall. Mm. Um, and then I went <laughs> the weirdest place to go and buy um, uh, Christmas decorations from. I went to Wizard Pharmacy. Uh, okay. On High Road, and I walked in there. Uh, I was buying a uh, a nebulizer for my dog, um, <laughs> as Random. you do. Yeah, uh, and I went in there, and I went, "That's a that's a that's a Grinch that's uh, on top of your your cabinet there." And uh, yeah, it's the Grinch in the in the Santa outfit, mm. um, and he's got a button on his foot, 
and you press the button and he he sings You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, does a little shuffle dance. Oh, does a little shuffle dance. You've got to pick that up. And so I was like, okay. And then but the funny thing was he's like, he's not as tall as Mickey is, but the way like uh, where we placed him, it looks like he's giving Mickey the side eye. So I, I kind of I like it. Feels appropriate. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. Um, so we haven't got the Christmas tree up yet, but... Uh, I've got uh, a projector um, that's going to be uh, projecting stuff into the front window of the house, um, and uh, into the front window. Yeah, so it's a, it's a projector that you have inside the house, right? And you project onto a window. So the the window, uh, like it comes with a screen you put in front of the window, and it projects onto the screen, and then you see the image through the window. Oh! But in our house, we've got two like blindy things, like the the block out blind, mm. and then the not so block out blind. It's the one for it's people. The official name. Yeah, it's a, it's the one where people uh, they they like to have privacy, but still like sun. I guess that's what it's there for. Um, and so that one comes down, and then you just project onto that, and then you can see stuff like outside. There's uh, there's like Santa, and it's there's elves, cool. and yeah, it's, it's that it's sounds awesome. new. It is new. Well, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yes, yes. Um, well, I think we might, um, <laughs> because we've talked so much about Christmas, um, I think we need to go and do a sponsor for, for somewhere you might be able to buy some Christmas presents. Fair enough. How about that? And we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. So if you are looking for an unusual Christmas present uh, for the person who says they have everything, but they have a Mercedes, um, <laughs> they can go to the star shop and, you know, maybe get a car maintenance kit or something. Yeah, get their, their, their car maintained. Mm-hmm. Sounds I, I, good. I, I just mentioned that because before I said you could buy a present <laughs> from them and I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Who I would, if someone bought me a, a present that was like to get my car serviced, mm-hmm. I'd be pretty, pretty happy about it. Yeah. It's, it's an expensive job. <sighs> Yeah, it is. It's one of those one of those things. Like you get a new car, and they usually have those new car fixed service, like mm-hmm. two hundred fifty bucks for like the first six years. That's really good. The seventh year, oh, you pay. Oh yeah, you pay or so you much. Go somewhere else for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah but my car's getting on. But all, I know, like the, the car I'm driving at the moment is my mum's car, and that is uh, ten years old. And yeah, the servicing on that thing is horrible. Uh, mine is a two thousand eight model. Mm-hmm. Um, she is showing her age. Um, she's 210 uh, Ks. I'm hoping to get her to 300. Wow, that's impressive. Um, because I can't afford a new car. <laughs> uh, so she's got to do, she's got to do it, man. Mm-hmm. We've got a good mechanic at the moment, so um, fingers crossed. Because, you know, not all of them are created equal. No, you're doing, doing very, very well. But yours is a, a Toyota. Yeah. And, uh, and they, they do make – I'm not, I'm not spricking, you know, uh, you know, what cars to buy. There are other no. cars you can get out there. But yes. I've just found – Absolutely nobody is paying us for this, trust no, me. No. Because I need the money and I would take it. <laughs> <laughs> I've just found, like, in uh, all the cars I've driven in my life – and I've, like, I worked in sales and I used to have company cars and – just the the Toyotas are the most reliable mm. I've found. Yeah. Um, except uh, I've bought a, a, a Toyota uh, now, uh, or at least I've put in an order for one, uh, and it's uh, it just hasn't it hasn't turned up yet. One day. <laughs> it's still it's a year. It's almost a year. I'm oh almost, my gosh. Almost celebrating the anniversary of ordering my car, uh, and yeah, still still hasn't uh, That's come yet. Cray cray. Yeah. Um. Good time to maybe ha- um, to trade in your second ha- your old car because my friend's uh, air conditioner wasn't working, so she went to trade it in. Um, she got a fairly decent price because you can't buy a new car right now, so um, she got a decent price for trading it in. So maybe I need to trade in Debbie. Hey? Yeah, but the thing is, you need to trade it in and get another car. Uh, yeah, if you're, and if then you're, you've got to fight. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, yeah. You can't trade it in and then just go. I've got feet. I can walk because uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that won't work long. I mean, no. I mean, I do work relatively close mm. to home, but scooter. I feel like Have you thought still... about trading it in and getting one of those electric scooters? You could like scooter to work. It's going to make it really difficult to do like school drop-offs or like pick Bryce up and go somewhere. Bryce has got fairly good balance though, so I think you can do it. I mean, look, it's possible, but no, <laughs> it's not ever happening. I can't see myself on a scooter. Fair enough. No, fair no enough. thank you. Um, shall we talk about movies and 
whatnots. What? Look, let yes, that's what we're here to do. So we should do that. We've managed to actually like tread water for the last eighteen minutes. Oh, we're good at that stuff. Yeah. That's like our like number one talent. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and well done to us. So last night I did get to see uh, the first Christmas movie or first new Christmas movie of the uh, season, mm-hmm. and it was Violent Night. So um, essentially. It's about Santa Claus um, getting quite, quite militant and violent with some very naughty people who are on his naughty list. So um, it stars the wonderful David Harbour, who, you know, if you don't know him from um, Stranger Things, maybe you know him from Hellboy. Or maybe you know him from Black Widow. Okay, still haven't seen that You've movie. not seen Black Widow and you Dude, say you're a David Harbour fan. I've got too many things to catch up on, <sighs> honestly. There's just too much. So <sighs> when I saw the trailer for it's this... It's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I just there's a lot to watch, okay? I'm really Fine. behind with Marvel. I'm really, really, really behind. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, when I watched the trailer for this, I'm like, this looks like a bit of stupid fun. I'm up for stupid fun. Ooh. Let's do this. And they really commit. And I think if you're going to do a movie like this, you really got to commit. So um, David Harbour plays Santa Claus, like legit the real Santa Ooh. Claus. Um, obviously not the real Santa Claus <laughs> because he's up in the North he's Pole. He's busy. He's got he's, things to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, He can't yeah. just like act in no. some random movie. So he's, he's playing Santa Claus. He's pretending. I'm pretty sure he did go up and like shadow Santa for a few weeks uh, just to get the, the characterisation down. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope this is not how Santa really is because it starts out with him very disillusioned with the whole idea of Christmas oh. at a bar in London, um, just about to start his shift, I guess, mm-hmm. um, drinking a lot of beer and just talking about how kids are just horrible and all they want is money and a new game and when they open a present they don't even bother looking at it properly. They just want the next one. They're so greedy and, yeah, he's disillusioned with the whole idea of Christmas basically. Does he have a point though? I mean, completely. (laughs) Um, So uh, it is kind of true. So I can understand why he started to, you know, maybe have a little bit of a drinking problem. Mm. Yeah. but anyway, he, he hops on his reindeer to start his, his round of the world mm-hmm. and um, you cut to a little place in Connecticut um, and you meet a family, um, the Lightstone family, and they are extraordinarily wealthy. Think Murdoch family, think family from the TV series uh, Succession. Right. Um, just like money coming out of their... Or <laughs> if you saw this movie, you'd understand it's a completely appropriate word to use. Right, okay. Um, yeah. But anyway, they've got a lot, a lot, a lot mm. of money. So you've got them about to start celebrating their Christmas. Mm. You've got Santa going around the world doing his thing. And the two combine on this particular night because the Lightstones have a group of mercenaries come into their home to steal this money that they're aware they've got this whole bunch of cash in a vault downstairs. So um, they've infiltrated, pretending to be like a catering company, Mm -hmm. um, and then they just go around killing all the people who work there and trying to get into this vault. So, um, But, of course, they do it right as Santa is, like, you know, dropping stuff there and he's like, oh, man, I don't want to get involved, but there's a kid here. I kind of got to get involved. <laughs> and, you know, once upon a time I used to be really, really violent because, you know, backstory never really explained, but I'm a Viking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Um, and that's all you need really for a movie like this. You don't need the whole backstory of how he went from being a Viking to being um, Santa Claus. Mm. You don't need it. It's nope. not necessary. All you need to know is he used to have a big massive hammer um, kind of like Thor's that he called Skull Crusher <laughs> and he was very good at his Viking killing kind of job back in the day. So kind of ideal for this situation. So you've got all of these mercenaries have like or burglars or whatever the heck you want to call them. Um, they've all got like nicknames for each other. So like code names like Scrooge. He is like the top dog and he is played by John Leguizamo. 
and uh, you got Krampus and Candy Cane and and Sugar Plum, like all of those kind of um, people. And you've got uh, Beverly D'Angelo, who is the mother from um, National Lampoon's Vacation, um, playing the the head uh, Lightstone family member, the grandmother who seems to be having a heart of... Um, stone and just kind of not a pleasant person. Mm. And none of her family members are really pleasant um, either. So you're not overly upset about the fact that this is happening to them, except there is a child there who still believes in Santa. Um, her dad, who is the son, is kind of like, we got to get out of this family. They're crazy. Mm. So that's kind of, you know, what he wants to do. So... Yeah, Santa comes in when uh, the place is getting robbed and uh, or not robbed, but like you know, they're kind of hostages and whatnot, and basically gets the list of the naughty people and takes them out. Sounds like an awesome movie. I'm it's, I'm very upset I missed it. I'm going to go pay and see this film it's now. It's hilarious, honestly. I think you know because it's, it's not it's not played as a horror. It's played for laughs. Oh God, it? no, yeah. it's not. I mean, some of the stuff is really gross, but um, generally speaking, it's not horrific. Um, but it's directed by the guy who did um, Hansel and Gretel, you know, the the one where they, like, beat people up. Is that the one with Jerry Renner in it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know if he, he was the writer and the director of that. So that's your kind of, you know, um, that's, that's the guy in charge of the directing. Mm. But um, writing-wise, I have a feeling um, the guys who wrote it, oh, yes, I'm right, um, the two guys behind the writing actually are behind the Sonic the Hedgehog movies, the recent ones. So very much a change of pace for them. Um, when we left, Chris was kind of like it reminded us of Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale versus evil. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the the kills are kind of hilarious. Mm. There's a lot of it that is like, you know, cringeworthy Hallmark. Mm. It's like they've jammed a Hallmark movie into this, you know, crazy horror mm. kill fest um, that's all played for laughs. And the whole point of them going the whole hog and just going, yeah, let's, let's do this, is that all those Hallmark moments – are kind of hilarious because you understand why they've been put there. They're not there because you're genuinely trying to feel emotions or anything. They're they're there so you can have a laugh. Yeah. So uh, it's really, really good. Um, They also play homage to Home Alone, Mm -hmm. uh, best Christmas movie hands down uh, in my life, in everyone's life. No, 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 your life, you, you, you take that. But uh, there's there's movies that are very close to people's hearts at Christmas okay. time. So Home Alone is is uh, in my eyes best Christmas movie. So it was really great to see them play homage to this, and I cannot wait for you to see this. Yeah. So we can have a chat about some of the the awesomeness that exists in this movie. And I mean, honestly, you're not going there to watch a a you know blockbuster Oscar movie type situation. It's just fun. Just don't go in there and start questioning, oh, well, that's not really. (laughs) It's Santa Claus, man, like bashing people's heads in. Of course it's not going to be like your proper proper movie. It's just there to have fun. Um, Anyway, that's my review. I'm going to give it um, four and a half um, ladders up. To the attic. Nice. Okay. I, I look forward to, to seeing it and, uh, uh, yeah, making, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to seeing it really. At the end of the day, that's, it's Christmas now. So yes. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to every Christmas film. I look for that one um, with uh, Will Farrell and Ryan Reynolds. It's on it's Apple on TV. It's on Apple Plus. TV. Yes. I don't have Apple yeah. TV. So I'm tempted to get it because there is singing and dancing involved. Um, in this particular movie, mm. so I might have to get it. But and, yeah, and, but what, and one of my favourite, like you know, Christmas movies of all time, is Scrooge, and this seems to have a Scrooge kind of element to it. Yes, so. yeah, the the um, the Ryan Reynolds, mm. Will Ferrell one, definitely. Um, so Violent Now Night is out as of today. So you know, go and enjoy it if you've got Apple TV. Then 
watch the Ryan Reynolds movie and tell mm. us what you think. Yeah, he sings and stuff. I, I know. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward. To it. I might, might even watch it tonight. We just have to wait and see. But yeah, mm. it's I'm just uh, yeah ha- very happy that we can start watching uh, Christmas movies again. Heck yeah! Uh, and um, I uh, there's a Lindsay Lohan one that I'm tempted to watch. So she's done a Hallmarky type life. Ooh. Style, right. like, not lifetime. <laughs> what, what do they call that? Um, lifetime, lifetime type yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know what it's called, but it has to do. You know, all of, they make all of those like lovey dovey, yes, hallmarky yeah. type Christmas films. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I'm I'm going to watch it just because you know she's you know she's come a long way, baby. Let's see. What she's got. She's been doing it tough. Doing she it has. Tough. So yeah. I'm interested. It's, it's, I think, on Netflix. So, so you, you can watch that and you can tell me all about it. Oh. <laughs> now, good. I think we, we have a, a, a Christmas special that we've got to uh, talk about. Yes. And, and we were off air. We were having a bit of a, uh, you know, a, a, a pre-talk about it and realised that maybe our opinions are going to be very different. Yes. So uh, I'm looking forward to the next half hour of the show being taken up talking about Guys <laughs> of the Galaxy Christmas special. But before that, play an ad. That's right. Did you know that Fremantle has its very own art house cinema? You'll find Luna on Essex, midway along Essex Street in the heart of Fremantle, screening an incredible variety of niche, foreign language and quality mainstream films in comfortable and intimate surrounds. It feels more like your own home movie theatre rather than a cinema. Catch up with friends for a pre-show drink in the fully licensed alfresco area or enjoy a glass of wine and a cheese platter during the movie. Check out what's on along with details of forthcoming films, festivals and added value events at lunapalace.com.au. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. So I was mentioning before that we put up all of our Christmas lights um, early and we put up our Christmas tree on um, on the weekend just past. And because we have a child, uh, we, we used to do it with Love Actually, um, but now we decorate with a child. So we watched Home Alone, which is one of his favourite Christmas movies uh-huh. as well. So, um, and I had to sit there and take notes. Uh, I hope nobody from my workplace other than my team is listening, but um, we we do this decoration thing at work for Christmas every year and it's a bit of a competition between the departments. And our theme this year, Home Alone. Right. Yes, yeah, so I had to take some notes so that... Uh, you know, we can figure out how to do it in the office. So, so that means that you're going to have a uh, a thing where there's a doorway and you walk through it every time you do, you're going to get smacked in the face by a bucket of paint. No. No. That's, uh, that's getting thrown at you by Kevin McAllister down the stairs. Oh, he throws it at you down the stairs. If oh, you okay. walk through a door, you're going to get plastic cling wrap covered in glue. Right. Take it off, walk forward knock the fan on and blow chicken feathers onto your face. I mean, what are you, an amateur? <laughs> Sorry. I... I don't believe we'll be able to do everything just as it is in right. the movie. Somehow I feel like the, the, the people from OH&S will come down and have a go. Yes. Um, no glass uh, decorations on the floor, for instance. Um, no super hot doorknobs. Um yeah, no blow torches. So, I mean, it's going to be a bit tame, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be fun. So the other thing that we watched this week, because we have a child, because um, I would not have chosen to watch this otherwise, was the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, which I did not realise even existed until we decided to watch something Christmassy and that popped up. On, on the Disney Plus. So, yeah, we watched that and spent, uh, yeah, I'll just, hmm, just didn't get why. So you're, are you a fan of the Guys of the Galaxy films or do yes, you? Yes, I've, I've seen two of them. Right. And There's only two, right? There is only two so far and you enjoyed those films. I did. Right. And, uh, and so what about... The Guys of the Galaxy Christmas special. Actually, before I do that, before I do that, let me... Why, why don't you synopsize yeah. it? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So the Guys of the Galaxy Christmas special uh, takes place... And you've seen Thor, Love and Thunder? 
not yet. Not yet. I okay. told you I'm really yeah. behind, and I know that this takes place after yeah. that. Okay, so so the Guys of the Galaxy Christmas, sorry, the Guys of the Galaxy Holiday Special uh, takes place uh, between Thor: Love and Thunder and Guys of the Galaxy Volume Three. So at this point in the story, Gomorrah's like gone, and you know uh, you've got. Uh, um, yeah, I thanks st- thanks a lot <laughs> for that because I had to we had to explain that to my child. Yeah, he hasn't seen Endgame. Yeah, so she's gone, and that's Why? also where is she? And that's also Gamora from uh, like the the past, who isn't the Gamora who fell in love with Star Lord uh, Peter Quill, uh, and so yeah, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of issues there. Um, so he's feeling a bit down, but uh, in between films, uh, the guys of the galaxy have bought. Uh, and are now running nowhere, which is the massive celestial head in space. Mm. Um, and so they're kind of running their place and trying to do it up. And um, How do you do up a giant skull? Um, just with a bit of, you know... Uh, elbow grease. A bit of elbow grease, some, mm. some nice, uh, you know, facades and things do, like that. Do you cushions through ro- throw, throw, throw cushions. Throw cushions, mm-hmm. they're, they're always good Oh, thing. you can go and visit... Trude and prude, and I'll get you some nice throw pushers. Throw pushers. So, so they're they're doing that, but uh, you know, you can see that Peter's heart's just not in it, and uh, they they um, you know realize that it's about Christmas time on Earth, and uh, he's feeling a bit you know sad, and so Drax and Mantis decide that they're going to go and get him the best Christmas present ever. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, but if you have been a, a fan of the uh, Guys of the Galaxy films, you will know there's a certain actor who keeps on being uh, mentioned in those films. Um, yep. And uh, he may be getting kidnapped. Okay, if you've seen the trailer, you know uh, he's getting who kidnapped. Who has watched the trailer to this? Millions, than millions and millions and millions of people. Now, uh, before before we go on, uh, like I, I must point out to you that the uh, the tomato meter score for this film is ninety two percent. Sorry, for this special is ninety two percent. Have only Marvel film people watched it? Uh, no, it's got forty nine reviews. So. Uh, All from Marvel <laughs> The uh, audience score is five hundred plus, and it's eighty three percent. So it's uh, you know as far as like the uh, the, the metrics go, it uh, it's it's hitting the bases. Um, so Mantis and uh, Drax they go to Earth to get Quill a present, who happens to be a very famous actor. Uh, but it's got all the tropes of a holiday special. Now, if you, you go back, like bad plot lines. That's. Point like terrible the, acting. So I don't think you're quite bad it. CGI. So um, no CGI for Groot. Groot just in a a costume. Uh, I think you'll actually find that is actually CGI. Groot. That's terrible CGI yeah. because we were watching it going. They what they couldn't afford CGI for this. They just got some dude in a suit. No, I'm pretty sure he was CGI'd because I was wondering if it was a suit as well. But okay, yeah. but did you research and find out whether it was a suit or CGI? Well, see, the thing is, if it's not CGI and it is a suit, that's kind of clever because then they can just go Disney Parks. Here's your suit, and then you've oh, got God. Groot as a walk around character in the parks. Yeah, and you don't need to get a massive guy on stilts anymore because he's uh, <laughs> he's just like big and stuff. But the um, the thing is, like. This is done uh, is written and directed by James Gunn, right? Uh, James Gunn is, of course, the the uh, you know, writer and director of the the, the previous Guardians of the Galaxy uh, films, and, and his brother Sean Gunn is is acts in all of the films. He does, he does, uh, and the he is a, a massive fan of you know of genre stuff like. He, um, you know, he, he loves sci-fi and one of the most classic holiday specials of all time is the Star Wars Christmas special. And Which is universally panned because it's so bad. Yeah. And the whole, not seen. The, the hallmarks of a Christmas special are always going to be like you've got celebrity guest stars, you've got something animated. You've uh, got songs you've got that songs. seem weird. Oh, my God, the song is amazing. The song is pretty good, actually. Yeah. To be fair, the song is probably there's, the best thing. There's like three songs in mm. the film and, and all three of them were, were, were fantastic. And I learnt for the first time Smashing Pumpkins made a Christmas song. 
possibly a whole Christmas album. There Not you sure. go. Uh, but you do get to see the majority of, of the Guardians in there. So you've got, uh, you know, Sean Gunn as Craglin, um, Karen Gillan as Nebula, Michael Rooker, even though he's dead, Yondu's dead, they still managed to get him in there. Uh, but the movie is really the uh, the, the, the uh, staging for um, Pom Clementaff's Mantis and Dave Bautista's Drax to just have some real fun and, and go to town because they're the two characters that come to Earth and they're interacting with people on Earth and it's just really fun and enjoyable to, to watch. Um, and then uh, you have Bradley Cooper's there voicing Rocket. Uh, you've got uh, Cosmo the dog is actually getting a voice in this and that's uh, Maria see, Baklova. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know who Cosmo the dog is. Cosmo was in the the collector when they went to the collector's collection. Cosmo oh, was in the Of course. Yeah. I thought maybe I'd missed something when I hadn't seen Thor Love no, and Thunder. No. Okay. No. Right. Fair enough. Um and uh yeah, so it's just it's really just yeah, great. Uh Vin Diesel's uh playing Groot and you can tell the the voice of Groot's getting back to that original Groot for the first uh the first of the, the movies. Yes. Um but yeah, I I was just yeah, all of it, all of it was just great. 40 minutes and it was just fun and it was stupid and it was schlocky. Yes, it was definitely stupid. Yeah. And it was just, oh, I just loved it. And we watched it um, watched it on the Friday night uh, but it was very late and Cat fell asleep and then we watched it again the next night and uh, it was just, oh, I, I just really enjoyed it. And the, uh, I think James Gunn just gets people and what they want from certain things and this was for him because the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is a very emotional film. He was filming that at the same time he was filming this so right. this was kind of like his palate cleanser in between the filming of the Volume 3. So I, I just yeah I was so happy with this film uh, with this uh, special uh, for the beginning opening sequence with the, the Marvel logo making it all Christmassy and everything like that yeah um, coming to Earth taking those the photographs um, on uh, outside man's Chinese theater in Las Vegas in yeah. in, in, um, in LA uh, yeah because if you've been there and you know all the, the crappy characters who are dressed up there to actually have you know Mantis and Batiste and and uh, Drax there and people taking photographs with them and then just, Do people only know them because of the events that happened at Endgame? Probably, yeah. Or they might have just gone, these are cool costumes. Let's get photographs of the people in cool costumes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, oh, and just seeing, seeing Mantis do, you know, because she's usually been a very honourable character throughout yeah. the other films. And then she all of a sudden, questionable this, she's doing some really questionable things. And But Pom just like showed, I mean, she's always been a, a funny character, but in this, it was like uh, James just went, let her off the chain, let her do her thing. Yeah. And she just like turned it up to 11 and it was great. Um, I'm really, really glad that uh, that Drax's nipple issues have gone away and they're not so sensitive anymore. So he can <laughs> he can wear a, sh- a shirt now, which is nice. And even a Christmas jumper. Even a Christmas jumper. So there, there was just like... Yeah, there was so much in this film, in this special that I loved. Uh, I will be watching this over and over and over again, uh, and I'm going to give this one five. My little mans. My little mans. Mm. Um, so I think my problems with this was that I just didn't get why on earth you would create it because it just was not – I was – are you not entertained? <sighs> no, not really. Um I wasn't. Thankfully, it was relatively short. Um, there were elements of it that were really good, like the singing, um, the band that got together and were singing and, and you know, I mean, they've learnt about Christmas second or third hand. Mm-hmm. So for them, singing a Christmas song, it's not going to be quite accurate, but it is going to be funny. So um, it kind of it reminded me of uh, when uh, when I was in Bali and somebody was saying that like they because they don't really do Christmas in in you know Bali but they try their best. Uh, sometimes you see like you know the, the wrong kind of things like Santa nailed to a cross. So <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of, yeah, they, they kind of like <laughs> understand it a little bit but just mix it up a bit. So, just mix and match. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean yeah. like you know they're not fully wrong. No, but no. they're not. Quite right. And that's what, the, that's what that song was like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and I did appreciate uh, uh, the the stuff between Mantis and Drax mm, because mm. they are both kind of quite 
odd uh, in a lot of ways and um, particularly with their emotions mm. and how they express them. Um, so that parts of that were entertaining because I quite appreciate those, those two particular characters probably more than any other character just because they're just, I don't know, so awkward and I think that's what makes them funny. Um, so there's lots of really funny bits but it just felt like why, why? It just the whole thing felt not quite right and like unnecessary. Um, but, you know... It's Disney and they do like to flog a dead horse. Um, I don't know. They just, I don't know, they make a lot of stuff. You don't I've need got... to make everything, dude. You don't need to make everything. But that's a, that's the thing is like the you know, holiday specials and stuff like that. It, it's you, know, you go back to comics and it's like, you know, let's do a holiday special and it's all just stupid fun. And that's the thing is that this is literally stupid fun. And it's kind of trying to bring, you know, Peter is in a really dark place and they're trying to give him that little bit of joy. And, yeah. Uh, they, they kind of screw it up. And that's another thing you've got to do. You know, you've got to screw something up and then kind of fix it and they do that. And it was showing that, uh, you know, Craglin is kind of becoming the, you know, the 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 heart of the the Guardians of the Galaxy because he's he's like that guy there that's bringing people together and it's just yeah really interesting to go from you know just being a, a comic sidekick to now having a bit of gravitas to that character. I suppose the thing is I've never read any of the comic books, but I've always liked him as a character in general, and I think just because he's played by Sean Gunn, mm. he's. He's a very entertaining character actor in general and I think most people before that would have recognised him from Gilmore Girls, which I watched a little bit of and enough to, you know, kind of find him in particular mm. quite entertaining. Um, but it just, I don't know, just didn't float my boat. But that's all right. It's all good. It did have its light moments and um, Bryce liked it, which is important. Um, but anyway, we might quickly go to another sponsor and come back and uh, wrap up with a few other bits and pieces. So I will have to, because it's been a very Christmassy episode, um, I probably will finish with a Christmas song. I was looking for that um, Smashing Pumpkins song. Um, doesn't exist on here, oh. sadly. Um, I get the impression there was a whole album, but um, a bit bit odd um but when i went to see the movies last night it's it's we we went and saw violent night and they played a couple of trailers beforehand it was a a universal studios um or a universal uh australia preview screening mm. and they had two movies um two trailers at the start one of them had mr david Batista in it um, and I cannot for the life of me find the name of it because even though I go onto his his IMDB it doesn't appear to be listed um, but it is an M. Night Shyamalan film and I think it's called Knock at the Cabin I think. Right. Uh, it's all coming back to me. Uh, crazy I just had to have a microphone live that's all. Um but yeah, so it's it, it was. Uh, You're right. It is called Knock at the Cabin. Ah, uh-huh, look at me. So and um, it also has Rupert Grint in it. Uh, Jonathan, really, Jonathan Groff uh, is in it as well. Oh, so. that's why I couldn't find it. You know what I did? Instead of looking for Jonathan Groff, I looked at I looked for Noah Reed, who plays Patrick in um, Shit's Creek. Uh-huh. They kind of look exactly the same. Uh, but yet, yeah, nope, Jonathan Groff. That that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, him, him and his um, husband, I guess, have gone to a cabin in the woods uh, for some kind of like weekend getaway with their daughter, and um, they are met by a bunch of crazy people talking about the end of the world, oh. um, and then they get tied up. So um, that was all, uh, and then it came up as M Night Shyamalan, and I was like, mm, "What a twist! <laughs> what a twist! It looks terrible." Um, uh, yeah, I, I didn't think it looked all that good, and then the other one. I'm sure it will be interesting to watch because it was really just a teaser. Mm. The other one was really freaky. It's called Megan or Megan, depending on how you want to pronounce right. it. And it it was about a um, an AI, but in doll format. 
you know how like little girls and boys mm. might get a doll for Christmas. This this little girl gets a a doll, but it's the same size as her, and she seems to learn. And then she's like, "I will protect you," but she does that by like killing people and stuff. So it's <laughs> it's not, yeah. And then she runs on all fours at one point, which is really creepy. So um, sounds great. Dolls in horror movies yeah. are generally creepy, and this one is definitely doing that. It looked it looked crazy and stupid at the same time. <laughs> have you ever, have you watched the what uh, what we do in the shadows TV show? Uh, yes, yes. Because yeah, Nyadja's got a doll version of herself that's possessed by a, a person, so it's a speaking, moving doll. So it sounds a bit like that when you were describing it. Uh, well, yeah. you can have a look at the trailer yeah. later, um, or you know. A picture online and it's pretty creepy. I think it's an actual person and then, um, yeah, like a doll's head on top of a... And there's this part in the trailer where she does a creepy little dance and it's just the whole thing looks creepy. Well, speaking about creepy... Yes. ...and kooky... Oh, and altogether ooky. Yeah. I have watched a couple of episodes too. <laughs> the oh, I haven't watched a couple of episodes. I've oh. watched the whole darn thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so Wednesday came out last week uh, and it's the new uh, Adams Family TV show, uh, which is very much based around Wednesday because she goes to a, a new school, uh, Nevermore Academy, uh, because of incidences at her previous schools. And Nevermore is a academy for outcomes so the academy is full of um, you know, werewolves and vampires and, and sirens, whatever sirens they are. and other you know, like um, uh, mermaids that uh, you know, lure you to your death with their siren song. Right. So basically, it's like a Hogwarts, but yeah. like turned up to eleven with a whole bunch of really creepy people in it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the the creepiest of all is Wednesday Adams. And you get to see the, the rest of the Adams family as well, or, or at least you get to see like your Morticia and Gomez and uh, Lurch. I don't think there was enough Lurch for my liking. I oh, there's never Lurch. enough Lurch. Um, and, and also uh, Pugsley. And you do get to meet um, Uncle Fester a bit later on in the season, right. series. Uh, and you got Thing in there as well. You do, yeah thing is in there as well um and it's but it's obviously like a, uh, another iteration of uh the adams family but it's just done did you ever watch uh, sabrina the, the teenage witch the new updated version i of didn't it? i i did make um connections with it even though i didn't see it because you they've kind of taken as far as i'm concerned the two most interesting characters in the adams family are wednesday um and Morticia, so it makes sense to make a whole TV series about Wednesday because mm-hmm. she's very fascinating. And Christina Ritchie, when she played Wednesday, was probably the most fascinating person to watch on screen other than, of course, Angelica Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get to see Christina Ricci in this as well as, uh, and you've got Gwendolyn Christie in here as well. Yep. So you've, you've got a, a couple of interesting people. And because you've seen the whole series... Um, you will know because obviously there's a big bad, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Buffy. Um, so you would know who the big bad is. But, like, as I'm watching it initially, because I, I think I've watched three episodes, I was like, oh, well, it's obviously this person. Like, do you have to make it so obvious? Mm-hmm. And then the next episode I was like, ah, oh, no, okay, maybe it <laughs> isn't that person, maybe it's this person. Oh, yeah, it's definitely that person. So obvious. And then the third episode was like, okay, maybe it's not that person. Maybe it's another person. So um, so it is keeping me on my toes. I don't know who the big bird is, so... But yeah, Which is always good. And it's a, like Tim Burton is the guy who's like show running this and mm. he's the perfect person to be doing The Addams Family. Like I'm surprised it's taken them this long to, to get to it. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it was really good. Uh, Jenny uh, Jenna Ortega, who plays Wednesday Adams, is just perfect for the role. Absolutely. She's just fantastic. Um, it's funny, while I was watching it, uh, I know this is an odd thing to think, but I was like, I wonder if she needs to go like, to the Cairo or physio after a day's work because the whole time she's got like her chin down and I'm like, is that good posture? Mm. Like, is that not good for your neck maybe? Like, <laughs> maybe, do you have a masseuse on set? Uh, she was quite busy. Apparently she learned to fence and do all the, all the she, things. She's such a believable character in the in this show. Like, 
usually when you've got a um, you know, protagonist uh, who is uh, the main character, they're going to find themselves in situations that they may not be able to get out of. But in this show, you, you never think that Wednesday is out of her depth. She is just so competent. Yeah, um, she's totally in control of every situation yeah. she's in. And it, they've introduced a little um, uh, power to her as well where when she touches certain objects, she gets visions of what's happened. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's really good. But again, it's a young adult TV show uh, and it's, you know, set in a, in a school and there's they've sexied it up a little bit. Um, but it's just... It's just a really good show and uh, I, um, I really look forward to them doing more seasons of it because I think this thing's got legs. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and it's got like a, a severed hand because things in it as well. Already are. are. <laughs> um, so I don't know a whole lot about um, about Jenna Ortega. I know she's obviously been in other stuff, but the only thing I've seen – it's funny. Recently we were talking about how um, – the there's a horror movie I think called Pearl that I was talking about and Cecilia was saying that Pearl was the like the prequel to the movie X that came out earlier earlier in the year mm. and I was like well I still haven't seen that so I watched X um, and Jenna Ortega is in that um, and it's it's I mean like it's a horror movie but it's not a great one. <laughs> but um, She's also in the remake of Scream. Very, very dirty, that film. Is it? Yes. Oh. I don't know how much I can say because I don't know if little ears are listening. Fair enough. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's quite a naughty little one. I bet, uh, you know, they are filming a particular mm. type of film no, I think, in the I, film. I think General Ortega's got uh, a heck of a career ahead of her. Like Christina Ricci, like she just the, the um, it was great seeing her in this uh, in this TV show, and I'm surprised because when they said that uh, she was going to come back and she was going to be in Wednesday, I thought there was going to be she was going to be an Adams of some yeah. kind, but then she's a completely different character. She's, she's like a Muggle. Yeah, she's exactly yes, she uh, is a normie. She's a normie. That's right. Um, but yeah, it's it's really as a great cast. Uh, Gwendolyn Christie's fantastic. Love love her work. Uh, Ricky Lindholm, who is from um, the comedy duo, uh, um, not Hall and Oates. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are they? What are they called? The uh, um, ah, you know the ones. No, blonde, I really don't. Blonde chick, short, uh, dark haired lady. It's a. Uh, they're, they're both very funny. Uh. Oh, wow. You're really not helping me at all um, because when I looked at her, I was like, oh, is that Anna, Anya Taylor-Smith? What, what's that lady's name? Anna, Anna Taylor-Joy? That's right. It was. I knew it was a three-named person. Um, yeah, but it wasn't that person. So I have no idea who <laughs> this lady is, unfortunately. Um, and Garfunkel and Oates. Right. Don't you know who Garfunkel and Oates no. are? No. You don't know who Garfunkel and Oates are? Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. You've got so much, t- you've got it down, man. So much good stuff to listen tone to. Hey, we've got to get out of here. We do. We, 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 we have like run out of time. I <laughs> know. I'm, I was madly looking for yeah. a Christmas song to finish this off with. Um, and uh, do oh, I was about to do a Molly Meldrum there. Do yourself a favour. <laughs> Uh, there's a couple of other trailers I was going to talk about but didn't get time to. Um, Cocaine Bear is one of them. So just do yourself a favour and watch Cocaine Bear, um, the trailer, and we can have a talk about it next week. And I'm going to play – oh, my gosh, no, I don't want to play that one. Uh, see, now I feel like I need to play Wham, but I won't do it. Oh, my goodness. I have to pick something. Just point and press go. Oh, Okay. It's Johnny Cash, Little Drummer Boy. Fair enough. (laughs) It'll do the job. See you next week, guys. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.